Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, Lubbock Sports Medicine. You talk about a great team of doctors. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com and check them out. Got bios of all the doctors. They're pros at the business. Fellowship trained. That means they've been somewhere and, and has special training for, yeah. the, for their whatever I went, I went with Terry to see Kevin the other day. Yeah. And uh, either Dr. Shepard or Dr. Simpson, one of those two is going to do her knee. Yeah. And But let me tell you what. You feel so comfortable sitting in there. And, you know, you're in pain and it's not a good – but these people are so pleasant to be around. They take care of you at yeah. Lubbock Sports Medicine. People from all over this part of the country come to here to see the docs at Lubbock Sports Med. LubbockSportsMed.com. Check them out. Mighty Wash, car washes, I think there's six or seven in Lubbock now. They're all over the Permian Basin, eastern New Mexico. This is owned right here in Lubbock, Texas. And uh, they employ a lot of people, and they their people are their difference, is what they say hey. at Mighty Wash. Wish I'd have thought of that. Yeah, it's a, that's a good thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. You'd like to be the difference. Yeah. All right. We're going to get the good. We, we got Coach uh, Wes Kitley on the phone with us here. Coach, thank you for doing this today. You're off and running with the uh, indoor, spring, indoor uh, track season. Yes, we are. Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, always a special day for me. Uh, this seventh seventh year we've been able to have the Corky Classic and uh, just always special and I know he was to you guys too. He was. We both have our Corky shirts on this morning. Yeah, we do. Oh, and- how cool is that, man? I, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Now, now Corky, the first couple of Corky Classics, Corky was alive, right? No, no, he never was. Corky's he, been gone seven years? Yep, seven years. We, we really? had this, this building. We had our first meet. Uh, seven years ago in January the 10th, and he passed in November right before that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. that's It's amazing he's been gone that long. Of course, we think about him a lot. Maybe that's the reason. Yeah, I'd have said four years, that we five kinda, years. I know we're, we're all getting older. It all all meshes together. Doesn't all it? blending together. It really does. It's uh, amazing. Well, y'all, <clears throat> I know this is a fun that you really love doing this meet in his honor. I do. It's just so special. I, you know, I keep a little picture here of him in my office and, you know, talk to him every, every once in a while. And so he, uh, you know how he loved this place and in any sport, but I think I kind of got the best end of it. I think he loved mine a little bit more. So, uh, uh, you know, miss all our lunch meetings and all the things that we all got to do. And you know how he was. Well, he was a big lunch guy. I know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, Wes, go to lunch with me, and I'd get there, and there's 20 more there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you thought it was just the two of you. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had lunch with him uh, two or three times a week, it seemed like. Yeah. Because he loved to get together. And, and just, got to yeah. hear the stories uh, uh, more than once, which yeah. was good. No doubt. Missed that guy. Hey, yeah. tell us uh, <clears throat> tell us about this, Ada, how does she say it, Adashina? Yeah, well, Timmy, with Timmy Adesina, yes, man, what a great performance last night. Breaking uh, a school record of a two-time NCAA champion. Oh, wow. She jumped 6'5"? Uh, 
six five. Yes, and she smoked it. <laughs> oh, girl, I, she I mean, jumped I, six I, five. I'd had it at six seven. It would have been a good jump. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> How, what's the what's the national record? Women's record. Six seven. Yeah. So oh she, wow, she's there. All right, what's the yeah. world record for women? Uh, it's about six ten. I mean, okay. it's it's that's uh, amazing. Incredible. So in our lifetime, a woman will jump seven foot. Yeah. Uh, you could. Yeah. How you feeling? Well, he's leading the NCAA and leading the world, of course, because a lot of the pros haven't jumped. But um, pretty good jump for the second week out in indoor. Uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, just tremendous. What was her highest leap before then? She had jumped six four in in high school. Uh, so this is, but you know, coming in and we're changing everything on her because of her technique and trying to make it where she can really. Uh, be that six seven six eight type type kid in the future, and uh, you know she's only been here one semester. Had a three point nine GPA, and man, just couldn't be uh, be happier. How confident are y'all as a staff when a girl comes in jumping six four, and you go, no, 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 that's all wrong. We've got to. <laughs> you need to do agree. this. What yeah. are you thinking? <laughs> well, I learned how to recruit instead of just develop. <laughs> Where's she from? She's from Nigeria. We've got a little bit of a connection there right now, and uh, a lot of the kids are wanting to come to Texas Tech. And so, uh, I've been. This is my 40th year, so I've got a few contacts out there. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you. When do. that goes back to Abilene, too, you yeah. you, you were recruiting worldwide back then, weren't you? I, I was, and uh, it was. It's uh, it, those, those relationships are, are precious, as y'all know. And so, uh, but this is this is a new group that I that I've created three or four years ago, and then uh, got one or two. But when you get a good one, and then you know you you have you do a good job with them. Well, then of course, it, success breeds success, so it helps. That yeah. is so awesome. Well, tell us tell us about the meet schedule, because you know we usually have like four or five or six indoor meets here in yeah. lubbock but this year there's only what three yes we we uh were you know we're told by administration which we're not we're fine with but with football <laughs> construction it just caused a lot of problems with having big teams and 20 and 30 teams and having them every weekend staying out of their way with the big trucks that are coming in and out and and that type of thing we didn't want anyone to get hurt so uh, we had to have less. This we had two in a row, and then we're going to go to Louisville next week, and then to K State, and then we come back on the on the ninth and tenth, and that'll be the only meets we have until we host the Big Twelve Championship uh, two or three weeks later. Well, K State indoors is that the other one in the conference that's bigger? Or was it Iowa State that, ho that hosts? State, that's what I was thinking. But, but K State just built our track this year. This will be the first year they've had it. So we're going to – it gives us a good option to go somewhere yeah. when we had to leave town. But I'm hoping next year we're back to five or six at home. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's good because this facility is phenomenal. It really is. Yeah. And kids and, are coming here, aren't got, they? We've got ten teams, Kentucky, LSU, Miami, Ohio State here of Power Five, and then K-State, uh, Central Florida, Oklahoma, TCU, Baylor, and us. It's a really good beat today. and. We kick it off eleven uh, thirty with the, we're running at ten thirty, and then the field event started eleven thirty, and we'll be out of here by five o'clock. Okay, and time to go to the basketball game. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go win a game. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something about a track meet. Unlike a baseball game or a football game that might just last and last and last and last, a track meet runs on schedule. 
So if he says they're going to be done by five, they're going to be done by five, right? Yes, no doubt. We we've got we've got to we got got kids warming up, and they're <laughs> you know kids are planning on their warm up on how we set yeah. the schedule. So it's important. They don't have the seventh grade mile run yeah. at the end the seventh and the eighth and the ninth and then it takes the boys one and the person girls. one person's like an hour out there well yeah you know in high school or junior high you don't have any officials you don't have anybody <laughs> you're just trying hey, can you come over here and pull this tape and whatever so, well, tracks a long event in, in junior high i can tell uh, you well, I used to help Corky with his meets. I'd do, you know, like stopwatch or do something. And now y'all got probably people hired to do all that, don't you? Yeah, you can't. It all has to be electronic timing now. So it takes all those. You remember at the finish lines, we'd have 10 or 12 people yeah. stop watching. You just can't do that anymore. It's literally, you have electronic well, timing. Yeah, and then you'd go, all right, Gary, you've got the seventh place person. Okay, okay, I'll get the seventh. And here they just go, boom, 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 boom. And then, you know, you'd have seventh place with a faster time than fifth place. Yeah, the guy is going, going down the line saying, okay, who's fourth? And they're saying, oh, so-and-so from Tech, and you thought he was seventh. <laughs> that's exactly right. But it's, it's getting fancy. And, and that's what we were talking about earlier on the arena. What's going to, you know, in – 20, 30, 40 years, how are they going to make the arena nicer than it is? And I said it's going to be technology because the it court's is. the court, the basket's the basket. So it's going to be the tech, sort of like track. Having the having Yeah, I, the, I've been here 25 years, and that was that's 25 years. I thought it was the grandest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I still think it's fabulous over there because, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's still good. I'm with you. How do you make it a whole lot better? I know. What do what do we, you know? Kids are going to look back and say, "Man, you unbelievable. what we used to play, and it was horrible." Oh, <laughs> the old United Supermarkets Arena. Yeah. Hey, I wanted you to talk. Uh, one thing: the Corky Classic is Scott Kelm, who's on top of stuff, says that the Corky Classic is on ESPN Plus beginning at ten. That is correct. It I, is. I, yeah. I, I thought he was going to say, "Really?" <laughs> no. <laughs> It is on TV. I watch every every meet we have here will be on ESPN Plus. I'll be darned. He also asked us to, if you remember that one of the Von Erichs, Carrie Von Erich, was he a shot putter? Discus. No, discus. Well, I don't he, something, but I remember him, but I don't remember which event it was. Discus or shot? He was at Houston, University of Houston. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we we had Kirk Dooley on talking about the Von Erichs last week because we. I don't know why, but we did. Kirk did a great job. <laughs> oh, that's great. But anyway, I want you to talk about Stan Scott for a minute. Because y'all yeah. did that meet last week in his honor. And he passed away this past, not very long ago. And he was a great, great guy and really involved in track and field, Coach. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. No, Stan, you know, met Stan years and years ago and uh, was, was just an official even when I was at Abilene Christian and he would come. But then when I got here, I, I am telling you, he, we would have nothing at Texas Tech on the officiating we have. We have one of the finest officiating uh, associations in the country. People are, are totally envious of us. All of it started. I'll bet you Stan Scott, what we call certified. You have to come and get certified. He certified almost every person we have. And just an incredible human being, good man. Uh, but I am telling you, we wouldn't have it here without him. Well, that's a good endorsement right there. He, I, I love the guy. Of course, he did games with us and uh, broadcasting. And uh, he, he was the PA announcer out at uh, Lowry Field for a while. And uh, 
you know, just watched him when that hit him. That uh, it was so sad to watch because he's, you know, he wanted to be well so bad and just no no cure for for what yeah. he had. No, and I got a kick. Uh, you know, we honored them last week. The meet was in his honor, and uh, his daughter said, "Coach, you know, I never went anywhere on vacation that we didn't plan it around a track meet." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was right. He, he he was it was unbelievable how gung ho he was about track and field. He loved it. Yeah. He worked, uh, I don't know how many Olympic trials, and um, he was a fabulous pole vault official and was very recognized around the world, you know, as far as or that. But he could he could do anything, but he really loved the pole vault. How about that? Well, I appreciate you doing that, and I appreciate your kind comments. He was a good friend and, and for a long time, and I just I just hated it when he was started going downhill. It was just tough to watch, tough to yeah, see. Yeah, you know, and he fought it. He came here, and even when he was was uh, on a, on a stroller and and would come to the meets and even when he couldn't talk and uh, man we just we just love him and, and miss him so much but yeah. uh, ALS and well y'all talking about that remind me of Herb Dillon you know he was one of our yeah. lunch <laughs> yeah. guys there's too, another one and he's a he was a regular out there I would put Herb in a chair on the first exchange and when his health <laughs> got really bad and he still sat there and raised the flag you know. So, <laughs> Uh, those guys were so good to me, and and like I say, my 25 years here, those guys were with me from, you know, step, step after step, and so. Uh, I'm glad you brought her. As long as we're talking about lunch bunch and and track, Bob Matney. Yeah, he's a lunch was a old lunch bunch buddy. You still do a lunch with him regularly, don't you? I, I at least once a week. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. Yeah, you and yeah, some of your coaches that go with my program and. Uh, you know, of course, Corky introduced us, and uh, if it wasn't for Corky, I wouldn't even know Bob, but uh, Bob's just so good to me, and he's kind of picked track as his sport, Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm just very thankful. That and rodeo, I think he's... Yeah. No doubt. He loves the rodeo. <laughs> and horse racing. And they don't and they don't have any scholarships over there, so he's really helping kids, and people just don't know how much he does to, to help Texas Tech students. Well, if y'all are going one day, holler at David and I. We'd we'd love to sit and listen to you guys. So, yeah, we'll go eat lunch with you. Let's do it. We all go to All American. Y'all love y'all love All American too. Oh man, it's my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun place to go. It really a great food. Well, uh, how many years is this for you now? Well, it's forty, but it's twenty five here. Quarter of a century. I, just, I can't even comprehend that. I, and it, and you know what's really bad? I tell my wife, I'm just as fired up about doing this. I've that ever was the next thing out of my mouth. Was you still got a zest for it, and and it just shows through. So I'm gonna say, what do you got another? Tell you what, when we retire, you retire. How's that? Sounds good. You're, was, you're in good health. You know, I signed a seven year contract. He gave Tadlock. Kirby gave Tadlock a seven, and then he gave Greg Sands a seven. And when I mine came up, he said, "What do you want? You want seven? I said, "Sure." <laughs> so, How long you think you can make it? That's seven. Well, I hope I can make it that long. As long as my health is good, uh, you know. Yeah, keep going. I will golf, and I will do other things, but I, I don't know what it is. But since about six years old, man, my granddad took me up to the track, and they were. And they, his first year, he had bought them some spikes, and they were popping the trunk and pulling those spikes out. And they, those high school kids asked me to jog with them. I've been hooked ever since. You yeah. know, I can remember in junior high at Evans when I got my first set of spikes for track. I just thought that was the coolest thing oh, ever. 
I mean, I've never seen anything like it. You'd and, run uh, down there and look behind you. Well, <laughs> I, I still enjoy it. Coach, my track career lasted one day. I just wanted to high jump, and, and Coach Gandy wanted us to run. And so I lasted one day and went back to off season. What a sissy. Yeah, I, I tell people this all the time. They're asking me, say, well, my kid, I want them to run track, but they're playing baseball. And I said, well, it's a little easier standing on first base saying hum, babe, than it is running on <laughs> hum, babe. <laughs> well, it is unless you're, unless you're playing for Coach Magel, and we ran more than the track team. Yeah, you should have no rethought doubt. that. <laughs> hey, Coach, I did want to ask you, did you get a chance to hear Zach last? We really appreciate him being on. We got about a no, minute. No, I didn't. I was. I thought he was – I knew he was going to be on, but uh, I didn't get to hear it. He and, did a great uh, job. But, uh, no, I'm very, very thankful he's here. And, and uh, I think uh, – I'm, I'm hoping and, and praying we're going to be a lot better this next year. Well, I, I think if too. we're a lot healthier, we'll be a lot better. We will be. Well, it makes a difference, yeah, when you got one hand tied behind your back trying to, to run something. <laughs> yeah, have a fist fight. <laughs> yes, it is. Coach, good luck in the Corky Classic. You're awesome, and we appreciate you, you so much. I think we're going to have some really good performances here today, and, and I'll hope to see you guys the basketball game after. You All right, bet. buddy. All right, Coach. Coach Wes Kidley, everybody. Texas Tech track and field. Back with more Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby. Sports Talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. All right, uh, let me see here. I was telling you about Senior Benefit Solutions. You, they're located on 86th Street right off of University. 2516, uh, I believe, is the address. But uh, anyway, you, you can give them a call, too, because they will get you an appointment all set up, and uh, they will take care of you. 806-781-3904. That's the name to know. Joe Hornaday is here in the studio. We see Joe a lot because he's at the lunches a lot of the well, time. Well, I see you on the golf course paying you off. Is yeah. Where I see you have that other money you owe me? Yeah, probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good to a, be here. Good, good to have you, Joe. A uh, long, long time that uh, at Texas Tech Athletics. 30 years, Joe. Is that right? Is that what you remember? Well, it seems uh, like... Maybe not that long, but it probably was. 1978. Yeah. Is that the year you started? That's when I started. Yeah. That's the year I left. And what was the what Golly, was the day? We didn't even have women's athletics yet in the in our uh, part of the athletic department. What so, was your first job? Was it sports information director? Uh, first job was uh, saving the country from the Russians. Uh, oh. I was drafted into the army and sent to Germany. There so, was a trouble in Germany. Uh, well, yeah. they were waiting for the Russians to cross. They, they were afraid they were going to attack those pubs well, over in Germany. It was funny. We got an officer drunk one night, and we said, "What are we doing over here in Germany? What? What? Really?" He said, "Well, when the Russians attack, we're here to give the reinforcements time to get to France. France? Why don't they come here? Oh, they will have already run through us." Oh, great. Thanks a lot. I think we need to go home. It reminds yeah. me of that George Goble deal when they said he was stationed in Tulsa. And, and David Letterman or whoever was in him, just started, I think it was Johnny Carson, started laughing. They all started laughing. He goes, that's where they needed me. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, well, then when I got out, I, I got a job as a sports writer in Fort Worth at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram and then in 78, had the chance to come back here as 
assistant sports information director and who are you under uh keith samples oh yeah i remember keith that was a good one yeah i remember those days keith had just been hired and uh uh i thought boy this will be fun you know promoting uh sports instead of writing something negative when something negative happens so is keith still alive yeah he's he's out in california and uh he's probably retired by now you talk to him ever no he seems sort of like a california guy when he was here yeah. yeah so that's a good place for him so just lucky as everything to get on at texas tech and so when did you become the official the the head sid guy well in 1980 in the summer uh they promoted me up and john Connolly called me in and said joe said i want you to be the sid but i want you to know i want something positive in the paper every day <laughs> oh great okay thanks a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> well were there days that that was tough uh yeah probably was but uh, uh went through a, a lot of good times with a lot of a lot of great coaches yeah oh my gosh joe the stories you've got and the athletes that are probably lifelong friends that you had a chance to work with um, yeah a lot of a lot of good people there and uh, uh who was your favorite favorite athlete oh, of all man. time oh, during your tenure at texas that's got to be tough there were so many uh, Were you around with Billy Joe? Billy Joe was. Uh, He's got to be up. Got to be up at the top. I, my probably my favorite Billy Joe story was we were flying to Japan to play Oklahoma State in 1988, and they had a pretty good running back who just won the Heisman. And anyway, <laughs> we had a press conference. Uh, we had to get too quickly as soon as we got off the plane. So. Uh, Spike Dykes and I, and he had to bring two players with him, uh, were trying to get through the airport. Uh, it was just packed, and Billy Joe was one, and Tyrone Thurman was the other. And right in the middle of uh, trying to get out of the airport, we come upon about 300 little middle school Japanese girls, and we're fighting to get through them, and Billy Joe turns to Tyrone and points, says, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the girls just went crazy. So Spike. Billy Joe t- talked Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I did might. not realize I that. Oh, Spike was so mad we couldn't get out of there. <laughs> couldn't get through those girls. <laughs> Michael Jackson is Michael any language. Jackson. Any language. They oh, all know yeah. who that is. Oh, that God. is so funny. It was. Uh, <laughs> all right, we have Billy Joe's on your list. Who else? Well, Tyrone's up there, too. Yeah, Tyrone would be a good was, He was so great. He, he, we love having him on the show, and Billy Joe, too. They're both just great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So many good ones. Darvin Ham breaking the backboard was was so much fun, and we were playing uh, playing in a regional on the East Coast, and and they stopped play. They had to get another backboard. And, uh, oh, yeah. So I went in the locker room. I thought, boy, this will be neat, you know, hearing the players laughing about it oh they were just talking about their classes and <laughs> girls they were dating and i mean they weren't even talking any basketball and then they went back out there and just beat the heck out of north carolina oh, that was a great day that was a great day it yeah. really was yeah well sure. i guess darvin's still in survival mode out in la yeah, he's still there i saw him last night on tv and he's still there right are they winning they were getting beat by 10 by brooklyn at, at la by brooklyn i know it. i can't even get used to that yeah <laughs> the nets are good but uh, you know i don't know so that's uh yeah you had so many things uh, 
when you so many years that you put in there there's so many memories well yeah uh, i was only a sports information director for 16 years and then uh, uh, bob bockrath i guess promoted me to assistant athletic director to to do a bunch of different kind of things and uh, uh the other night i was going through some old papers and i i ran across this this letter that i wrote in 1984 and I thought I'd bring it out. Thought you guys would be interested in hearing some of this. I would be. It was uh, it was directed to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame Selection Committee. They okay. had a bunch of sports writers who evidently were the ones that selected who who goes in every year. And uh, I had found out, uh, speaking of golf, like I were, that Harvey Penick a pro down there in Austin who was just an instructor uh, had never never even gotten considered. And I now, thought, he instructed you, didn't he? He, he did. I, he, I kind of confused him at first, but he got through <laughs> it. Uh, Fought his way through. But he, uh, he had not been inducted, so I created a letter and sent it to all the members uh, about him, about things he'd done, and uh, a couple of things I wanted to tell he was the first uh, American instructor to get some national honors for his teaching uh, that had not been born in Scotland. Evidently, back in the old days, yeah, all the great teachers came from Scotland, and uh, and he didn't. But uh, of course, he you know he brought up Ben Crenshaw and Tom Kite, but boy, there were a lot of women pros that came to him. Uh, Kathy Whitworth, uh, Kathy Whitworth, yeah, uh, Betsy Rawls, Judy Rankin. Uh, no, Judy, uh, Judy was not on the list. Uh, she was almost self-taught. For I think. some yeah. reason, uh, Betsy Rawls, Mickey Wright, Betty Jamison, Sandra Palmer. Uh, there was a a kid that he he said was the best player he he ever instructed, uh, named Morris Williams. And there's a golf course in Austin named mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with that name, and the kid uh, when he was when he was 18, um, let's see here if I can find that part. Uh, he won the Texas State Amateur. He won the Texas Tech uh, the Texas State Junior Golf Tournament, and they had a Texas PGA Golf Tournament that he won. Uh, beating Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson. <laughs> Did he <Yeah>. really? <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, in his early 20s, he was killed in a plane crash. Oh. Uh, otherwise, be a name everybody his would name know. would be way up there. Uh, but anyway, I sent this letter, and, uh, and uh, they called me a few months later and said, we've selected Mr. Penick to yeah. go into the Hall of Fame. That's a cool and deal. And so I got to call him and and tell him and uh I, he wanted to know the date and the time and you know all that stuff and i said you have to uh, uh come up with somebody to introduce you and uh boy he had a, <laughs> a big barrel to pick from he said well you're the one that did all the work why don't you do it <laughs> what <laughs> Good God. what you want me to introduce you so uh that was probably one of the highlights of my life to to, to get, get to up do and, that of course, he became really famous years later uh, uh, with the Little Red Book. 
So yeah, uh, that that wasn't even out yet. Now but, you didn't uh, do like T when he introduced Spike for the Hall of Fame, and T talked for at least thirty minutes. Oh yeah, and you're just sitting there going, "Well, there was a lot to talk about." So yeah, worked out good. All right, yeah. that so, is a cool story. I didn't know you and Harvey Pennick were so close. You think that you know with all that great teaching you've had, you'd be better. You you would think so, wouldn't you? Just <laughs> well, let me tell you, Joe was quite the golfer. Joe was great, well, and he still really. is. From, not really. Joe's but, had to fight some medical issues has. himself. He has had to fight them. Well, Very admirably, I might pretty, add. Pretty lucky to still be around, but uh, still able to lose money to Gary. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I wouldn't have brought, I wouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> works out good. I wouldn't have brought it up either. <laughs> I sure wouldn't have said that. <laughs> Sports Information Director from 1980 to 1996. Now, when did we start the Big 12, 96? Yeah, uh, not the fall of 96, and that's when I was I'd just gotten out. So I was uh, the very end of the Southwest Conference. The very, you finished up with the Southwest Conference. It's, it, has, it has your responsibilities here. A lot of people don't know that uh, he's responsible for the creation of content of football television, radio coaches shows, highlight videos, posters, schedule cards, securing basketball radio affiliations, staging weekly press conferences. There's a lot to do. Well, the one thing he did not mention that's uh, what I remember is Joe would have a heck of a party for the media before the football <laughs> games. Or was it the Lubbock Inn? What was the name of that place? Yeah, well, we, uh, we took him out to the 50-yard line for dinner yeah. on Friday night. And, uh, you know, we weren't winning much back there in the early 80s. And so you had to do something to try to try to get them out here. And uh, so then we had a hospitality room up there at the Lubbock Inn, room 214. Okay, and, 214. Uh, <laughs> that went on Friday night and even after the game Saturday. So uh, it worked out pretty good. We, we got some good coverage on our, yeah. on our narrow losses with uh, Jerry Moore. And uh, they loved the 50-yard line, I might oh, add. Oh, boy, they did. Sort of missed the 50-yard line. I do, too. Speaking of yeah. restaurants, the 50-yard line's gone by the wayside. Today's the last day of Tom and Bingo's. That's hard to believe, yeah. isn't it? Dwayne Clanton's dad, uh, Tom Clanton. And I never knew Bingo, but I knew Tom. And uh, then Dwayne took it, and then Dwayne's son-in-law – and then, good gosh, the price of things and all that uh, with inflation and all that, it's just hard to make it work. So today's the last day, time and bingos. Let me say one more thing about, about Mr. Penick. <clears throat> he was a very positive person. He, he never used the word don't in a lesson. Uh, everything was toward the positive end. And one day I was walking off the golf course and had my head down he came out of the shop and he said, how'd you play? I said, oh, just horrible. And he said, well, did you hit one good shot? And I said, well, yeah. That's what you ought to be thinking about. And, you know, I started, started really concentrating on what he said. That carries on to everything. You know, life. Yeah. Uh, bad things happen to everybody, but uh, you also have good things you can think about all the time. Yeah, spend and, your uh, time on those. Yeah, so he was uh, he was beyond just the uh, X's and O's of the grip and and that sort of thing. But he, he was he was simple how he taught Very the game simple. of golf. I went to him for a slice one time, <clears throat> and I figured, well, let's see, he's going to tell me my left hand needs to be more on top, and 
uh, you know, something about my swing. And he said, just hit about seven balls. <clears throat> so he stood there and watched, and he said, uh, try to hit it in the toe of the club. What? What about my right elbow and, you know, all these <laughs> other things to think about? So I did, and that kept me from looping the club around, creating yeah. the slice. He just knew how to simply tell you how to correct it without saying anything negative. Yeah, and with all this other stuff, yeah. just do this. And, uh, boy, I see why Crenshaw and Kite turned out so good. Uh, and Hornaday. Yeah. N- well. Yeah, Joe Hornaday, you know him. Every other hole. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, – Joe, it's just it, – who was your, you, I know you loved Spike Dykes. You loved working for Spike, oh, yeah. didn't you? Wasn't he? He was just a classic. He was, yeah. They, uh, uh, and you know, it turned out the media just loved him to death too. Yeah. And uh, when he got the job, you know, he he'd been coaching here three years before he became head coach. And uh, when he got the job, he called me and he said, "Joe, can you give me any advice?" And I said, "The only thing I can tell you is." If you get a message from some media person, call them back. Don't don't leave them out there stranded. Even if you have to say no comment, that gives them something to print. So we always call them back, and I think they just loved him to death for that. Yeah. And because other coaches weren't doing that, if something negative, you know, they're not going to call the media back. And you um, didn't have to do this with Spike, but you wrote a lot of the stuff that coaches said, didn't you? Like. Not really. No. Okay, I thought that was for part of your job was. No, something. he was. He was very. Not creative. Spike. No, I'm not talking about Spike. Oh. I'm talking about the lesser coaches, like like me, for example. Oh God. So here's something that you could. Yeah, they didn't want you talking on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, scared, scared of what he'll say. <laughs> want to come out? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a uh, he was mighty fine. Really was, and and that was a good time at Texas Tech. We'll talk. I think Kelly Robinson helped you. It was working. Oh with yeah. You. Oh, Kelly talking did. About, I saw Kelly last night. He was refereeing. Oh, is he still refereeing? Oh yeah. Wow. Still refereeing. I, we'll talk about him when we come back. We got to go to a break now. Yeah. But uh, Joe Hornaday is here, former sports information director and a, eventually assistant athletic director. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. H.G. Thrash Clothier at uh, 2010 Broadway Avenue, main location out of the Kingsgate Shopping Center, the new location, and opened yeah. in uh, November. Awesome. Place. Over in our part of town. Yeah, over in the south part yeah. of town. And oh, that's a gorgeous building. It's just, they did such a great job on that. They <laughs> really did. Howard. Is just a pro at this business. Yeah. And he got hired, and he hired him a pro, Jeremy. <laughs> they just love what they're doing. Yeah. You know, everybody ought to love their work the way those guys yeah. do. And, and be as good at, at, as, as, as they good are. at it. it hey. The men's store. It is the men's store in Lubbock, Texas. Our, our, one of the last times we saw Rodney was at his going away party, and it was at Los Breeses. Do you miss Los Breeses, Rodney? Hey, that's funny. I was just thinking when y'all are doing that commercial, one thing we miss really badly is Mexican food because there there are some Mexican restaurants here, but they're not very good. And like most of us, <laughs> well, you think it'd be hard to West screw up beans and you know yeah, but they taco just, meat, they, and... but they just don't. They're not very good here. It's, I don't know what it is. It may be it's just because you're here. It doesn't seem like it's supposed to be good, but uh, but. 
there's it's not the same here as it is in well, maybe West Texas. We need to send y'all some Mexicans over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do that. They I promise they these Mexican mothers that you go eat at their house, you're like, This is unbelievable yeah. how good this is. <laughs> they know how to do no, it. I know. There's a couple uh, restaurants here, but they're not the same for some reason. And uh, HG Thrash, they would never make it over here unless they sold shorts and T-shirts. So, <laughs> That's uh, all you flip, gotta have. Flip flops. <laughs> flip flops. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a casual lifestyle over there, isn't it? I've not had a pair of long pants on in uh, five months, not one time. Hey, have you gone over to the side of the island that, that did have the, the fire damage, and have they made a lot of progress over there? Yeah, they've, they've made a lot of progress. The, the biggest problem is that the people that live there, they're still struggling to figure out the insurance and reload, I mean, and getting back and rebuilding and the value of those homes and whatever. They're still, the, the people are still displaced over there to a large degree, but you still drive over there, Gary, and there's, hundreds and hundreds of temporary there are these little bubble things that they use for homes and there's still hundreds of them over there that people are still living in so it's something that they say is going you know not going to be totally resolved for five to ten years wow. and it's, oh my it's, goodness. Still, it's still uh, um, a major issue here but uh, like everything else uh, there's a new story come around and it gets lost in the shuffle but uh uh but they're doing a lot better, and it's it. Yeah, I've been over there several times. Yeah, I heard that there was a fear that resorts and all that would come in there and buy up that land, and now all of a sudden you don't have that community. You got a bunch of resorts, yeah. and yeah, that's. I think that's what people were fear, fearful of. But uh, I think they're trying to restore it back to as much of the same as they can. I don't know all the political stuff that's going on with it, but you know, Lahaina used to be the capital of Hawaii at one point. I mean back in the day and it's a historic historic place and uh but it's really sad and uh they still talk about it all i mean it's still a major topic of conversation around here uh, y'all ever I go the people are doing do y'all ever go to other islands we hadn't yet but we're planning on it in the future we're gonna you know do some of that the next year two or three but uh we just kind of been trying to get situated uh find a couch you know we you try to buy a couch here it takes about three or four or five months to get stuff you just don't go in the store and buy a couch or a bed i mean it's all it's a everything's pretty much ordered over here so hey what did y'all say who, who was the red raider club uh, employee of the month who did y'all say that was? <laughs> brian brian gates everybody's talking about it yeah brian oh i just i heard y'all mention it and i didn't hear the name but yeah and, and you're right, they've got a great team. Andrea's probably got as good a staff as she's ever had there at this point. And they've got some great people over there with them now. All I right. guess they lost, And All right, Rodney, February Employee of the Month. We'll let you name him or her. I'm going to say Kevin Torres. Okay, I think. Was Kevin last month? I think month? Kevin was last month. Kevin was last month. Yeah. He was. Uh, no, there's a bunch of people in there. What, what's our. Uh, Hell, I forget these names. How, how about Cam? You. Cam. Uh, no, they need a whole. <laughs> no, 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 not you Cam. Wanna, you want to think about it a minute? <laughs> no, Cam. Need, Cam can get his. He, 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 he's. No, Cam's coming there. He's been there a couple of years now, and he's doing like great he's on here. the fundraising. That's what I hear. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's done. I think he had a lot to do with the new facility in baseball that they built, and uh, 
No, Cam's a great guy and a great asset to Tech. Ah, without a doubt. I figure you'll be living in Lubbock by the time in two or three years. You'll be back. Who knows? Yeah, you got to talk Sloan into moving. <laughs> well, when Sloan comes to Tech, then you can come with him. Ozzy. Ozzy. Yeah, well, so yeah. Ozzy's going to go with Sloan. <laughs> Sloan ain't unless his wife kicks him out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, none of us can predict the future. You never know, know what's going it. to happen. And right now we're just living in the moment and enjoying what we're doing, enjoying uh, being around family and all that. So we're just going to see what happens. All right. Just hang loose. Yeah, just hang loose. <laughs> That'd be good. You know, you're really – you're sort of – fit. You're fitting Hawaii pretty good. You're, you're a, a hang good, you're loose a good guy. hang loose guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I eat a lot of fish. I mean, I eat fresh fish probably three or four times a week, and I've lost about 15 pounds. And and uh, I think I'm fairly healthy right now. Well, you look as good as I've seen you look. Don't take that wrong, but you look about as good as I've seen you look in a while. <laughs> well, not working will help some of that when you don't have. I mean, I literally go hit golf balls or play golf every single day. So I'm doing fairly good. I'll be there. Are you hitting – what did you just say? You're hitting golf balls? Yeah, I'm hitting – I've been hitting – I've been on the course only once, but I've hit golf balls the last three months probably four or five times a week. And um, I'm going to start going out and play in the next couple of weeks. So. I'm assuming you're pretty good. I'll be pretty good once I start playing, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, how's your elbow? I'm, I'm, it's good. I'm going to come back there and play with y'all. I told y'all good. several times over the years that I was going to play with y'all at some point. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to get back to Lubbock. We're going to go play golf and go out to the Rawls course. That'll be that. fun. Once, once they get those traps fixed. I heard y'all talk about those. <laughs> they're the they're redoing. It's a million eights, what I've heard. They're spending on the main, the traps. Mostly for stairs to climb <laughs> yeah, down in there and climb They're putting out. an escalator <laughs> Yeah, I heard you, Gary, the other day just talk about how you just wanted to get out. You yeah, just get me out. I don't even care where. Just let me out. Now, you don't want to get in them because you can't get – you'll fall in, and then you can't get out. You need a, You just need one of those things that, that grabs the golf ball, and you yeah. don't have to even yeah. – we don't even go in there anymore. If we hit it in the trap, we just reach down there with our club and knock it out. I mean, just reach yeah, it and then hit it again. That's It's too hard. Yeah, I heard Gary say they need to change the rules so you once you get in there, you can just throw it out of there. So. Well, you yeah. really, really should be able to throw a ball anytime. You can either <laughs> use the club or throw it because yeah. most people hit the ball better than they throw it. Yeah. Plus, you yeah. throw your arm out if you threw all the time. Hey, bring Lee with you. We got plenty of room for you at the house. Oh, well, I'm I'm, we're going to get back there at some point. We really miss you guys. We miss you all, too. And I get is Lee having fun? She's every yeah, time I see a picture it. of her on Facebook or wherever, she looks like she's just having the time of her life. Yeah, y'all could get me back fairly easy. <laughs> it, 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 y'all gonna get me by by myself if I if probably if if we come back to Lubbock. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, uh, Lubbock would be getting the best part of this uh twosome here uh, <laughs> if just getting me have so. one of those long distance relationships <laughs> yeah it sounded like you know, good. I, I will say this about lee you know she came into tech she had never been there and and, and she became a part of that family as well and and she sure did she, she was she was basically just as big a part of the double t varsity club as i was and and uh it was really a neat 10-year experience for both of us there 
Oh, y'all were awesome together. She's just a bundle of energy, and she's so happy all the time. I, I, she probably it, not all the time, but I, every time I see her, she is. It's sickening. <laughs> Drive you nuts. I'm living with her, and it's sickening. I mean, how can anybody? It's it's. She's like that every single minute. It never changes. Isn't that great? And I, mean, I guess it's sickening. <laughs> Well, I think David and I need to say at this time, we're very fortunate too. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're all pretty got, lucky. We got all, high energy. Our wives are at home watching. So by golly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all got better than we deserved. I promise you. That kicked the Without coverage. Without a doubt. Yeah. All right. Terry, Terry and Jan are, 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 are thoroughbreds. They're, they're, they're awesome as well. So. All right. Well, you said you keep up with tech athletics. Uh, is it hard to keep up with just ncaa stuff in general are you becoming well, more of a o- surfer and uh <laughs> no it's it's weird over here it's, most of the interest is in the pro sports you know the, yeah. the only university over here is hawaii and obviously they don't generate a lot of interest but uh but it's mostly uh nfl nba over here it's it's you know that's the big everybody's big nfl big nba people around here it's very very little college interest around here are you uh, keeping up with NFL? Are you doing it? Oh yeah, I watch. I watch every game. Yeah. How you like it, uh, Detroit? That, uh, that's something. I heard that. I talked to a guy yesterday that lives up in Michigan. He said they are absolutely out of their minds up there, going crazy over the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Dan Campbell and that whole deal. That's been a that's been a breath of fresh air, and uh, uh, he's kind of a unique character, and 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 no, it's pretty cool to watch all the storylines. I tell you what, though, my favorite one though is is probably because I relate to him a little bit is Baker Mayfield. I just yeah. I I just I think that is the coolest story, and I know he's arrogant and cocky and all that, but you know he's been buried about three or four times here in the last three or four years. And I thought he was done. Got, yeah, yeah. A lot of people did, boy, but he it just shows you what kind of competitor and what kind of fighter and what he's got inside of him to do yeah. what he's doing. I just think it's a neat story. Whether you like him or not like him, he's 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 doing something really neat and he's uh you know, re rejuvenated his, his career. I mean he's 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 got a chance. I mean I know don't they play the Ravens or something? They play the Ravens. I no, think. no, they play who they, who they Tex- Texans Ravens today. Texans Ravens yeah. and uh, yeah, Tex- the Stroud has been phenomenal, absolutely oh, he- phenomenal. But uh, I-, I heard so- I heard something yesterday that he he's probably having as great a rookie year in that league as any rookie in the history of the NFL. Yeah, uh, you know the the stats and all the things that he's put together and the things that he's doing. It's really cool to see him uh, and that and. And the Texans, I mean, that's oh, a great story, too. It is a great story. And the Chiefs, I don't know what your thoughts are about them. They seem to have lost their focus. And they're winning, but they got Buffalo at Buffalo. I can't – and and Josh Allen just seems to be hey, on let's fire. Hey, let's do a quick makeshift pick on one. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. All right, we've got today the Packers and 49ers. We're going to do this fairly quickly. Let's see. The Packers – all right, the 49ers are favored by 10. Whoa. All right, y'all got to get to picking. All right, I guess I'll 49ers. go first then. Yeah, I think I'll take San Francisco. Rodney? 49ers. All right, David? I'll take Green Bay then. 
All right. Let's see. Jordan Love's another I tell you what, ten, 10 points in the NFL is almost good any week you want to go. Our Houston, Baltimore, Houston's favored. Let's just make Baltimore favored by 10 just to make it easy. All right, real quickly, how much I'm time we put, got? I'll take Baltimore. I'll put, I'll take the Texans. I'll, I'll take, take the Texans. All right, and then tomorrow we got about 10 seconds. When we come back, we'll finish this thing up real quick, Rodney. All right. All right, we've got to do a few more. Few more spots here. We'll be right back with Rodney Allison and David Thetford. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.